Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Josh Potter Show inside the brand new Roach Motel. It's still brand new to me, damn it. And today, a wonderful program on our hands. I want to let you know, by the way, if you want to see the Roach live coming to a few places here in Southern California and nearby, on uh, the show that was supposed to happen September 14th at the Ontario Improv has been moved to September 29th. So if you already bought tickets, those tickets are still good for September 29th. Hopefully you can make it to that date. If you haven't bought tickets yet, that's the new date. Maybe you were saying, I couldn't come on September 14th. Now you can, friends, if you can make it out September 29th. Apparently Leslie Jones just had to do a show on September 14th. So uh, I got, you know, I mean... You know, what am I going to say? <laughs> so you can't say no to Leslie Jones. No, I mean uh, it's not my, tr- not even my decision to say no to Le- Leslie Jones. But uh, you know, so that's going on on the 29th, the very next day, heading to Yuma, Arizona, with one Chase O'Donnell. We're co-headlining at a place down there called The Crest, and that again is the September the 30th. So make sure you get tickets to that. It's me, Chase O'Donnell. Uh, co-headlining that whole affair. And then on October the 6th here in Oxnard, on uh, California, at uh, Levity Live at Oxnard. So yeah, got a few of those coming up, a handful more to be announced very soon. So thank you very much. If you have been coming out to the shows, uh, you can go over to my Instagram at Josh underscore Potter and find out about all of them. You can also go to my Twitter at J underscore Potter. And remember, if there's anything you'd like to send into the program here, whether it be music like LC Flowers here, uh, send it in this banger called Little Wars, or you can send in your reports, or you can just uh, give me some feedback of what's going on in your world out there maybe you can give me a little advice too we'll get into that in a couple of moments uh because i'm finding out there's a lot of ladies that listen to this program that's cool also by the way if you want to uh join up on the patreon up there we have uh an hour of comedy kind of it's not really any jokes or anything like that it's me uh on stage doing color commentary and play-by-play for a bills game uh the chiefs bills game back in uh the playoffs last season and also you get a podcast every single week an audio only podcast for right now we're uh, working on getting video soon with my buddy matt bergman so that's what you can get over at patreon.com slash the josh potter show and uh, twitch.tv slash josh underscore potter is where you can find me on there and uh yeah we're gonna get that bad boy up and running soon too it's just this move has been hell rob and i'm roping you into it now with uh i uh i've been home a total of six days in the past month i think uh if you count them all up together and uh moving during that time has been arduous and really it's just a matter of getting furniture delivered to me you know i have to go not only i have to pick it out i have to decide what kind of couch do i want i've never thought about that in my life i just sit on a couch and go hey this couch is nice i've never thought about materials i've never thought about having to measure and like figure out a size of a couch i've never purchased furniture in my life so i purchased a couch a dining room set and a tv stand pretty much just the essentials i have a bed already i got that already in there uh so those are the essentials that i've got just to begin and getting them has been a nightmare but uh you know we have to wait a couple of weeks for them to come in and then they deliver and today they were supposed i'm home for quite literally i got home last night and i embark out again tomorrow back to the east coast once again in the morning and i'm not complaining because i love my life what it is and i love traveling 
But damn it, I mean, this fucking furniture people, they have a truck, you know, that they deliver the furniture on. Evidently, with the heat going on here in Los Angeles, the truck uh, exploded or something. I don't know. It overheated. And they can't couldn't deliver my furniture today. And they're like, uh, we can come on Monday. And I'm like, well, here's one problem. I'm not going to be home till Monday afternoon. That's just the way the flights work. And I can't change my flight at this point or anything like that. And uh, so I'm, I've solicited Rob's help. And I appreciate you doing that, buddy, going over there and making sure that those dolts bring my furniture to my house no problem i don't and, live, i don't live that far away from your new place yeah yeah so that's it works out great and i can't think of literally anybody else i would trust uh that would be able to do it so yeah i mean it's just been a nightmare and then my buddy matt wayne a comic i mentioned him last week on the program coming to stay with me for the bills game next week uh we're going to the rams game so if you follow me on instagram get ready for some great you know it's going to be a good time on instagram on uh two days from now so my buddy is arriving if you're watching this the day this comes out tomorrow and I had just gotten home or actually he arrived today. If you're watching this, the day it comes out, <laughs> he arrived today. So God for, I mean, I hope I have a couch that he can sleep on. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that's my biggest wish. And then I have to also make like a target run and still get like a shower curtain and like, you know, forks. I don't know everything. So I'm going to go when I land, Yesterday, <laughs> I'm going to go to Target and just buy a bunch of stuff and uh, like home necessities and things like that. And hopefully I get it all ready to go because I don't know what I'm going to do. Otherwise, I'll feel so bad. I'll have to buy him like a hotel room or something. But uh, nevertheless, I can't wait for the Bills game. Football is just two days away and the Bills and Rams kick it all off. And I'm pumped for that. First of all, before I get into the future, I want to talk about the past of it. I went to Philadelphia and had just a ball. I love Philadelphia, frankly. It's one of my favorite cities in America. I've decided, been there twice this summer, enjoyed some of the finer restaurants that you have in town. Uh, I've gotten to go to a Phillies game. And this past week, I did a show finally. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, I also got to do sort of like, it's not really a bucket list item, but it was something that was interesting because doing radio all those years, doing morning radio, I was familiar with the shows in the other markets all the time loved figuring out what they're doing you know not to copy them or anything just to see like the ones that everyone's talking about like are we better than them you know that kind of thing and there was people that were legends in the business and i got to do one of them philadelphia has had a show on the air there since like the i want to say late 80s even in a certain because i know that they were a different incarnation of the show back on like y100 and things like that but i got to do preston and steve and it was it's fun to chop it up with radio legends and just see if I can hang. That's always been my like, what you know, can I hang with the with the guys that I always looked up to when I was like an intern or like a part time guy or just a third mic on a show. And it's always fun to do that. And then I got the best compliment I could have ever gotten from two legendary broadcasters. Uh, I believe it was Preston. You know, because it's the first time, you know, you see these guys <laughs> like person, you know, obviously you're looking them up on the Internet or whatever. But, you know, you're like you hear their voices and you know their voices. But seeing their faces, I, I'm, I'm more of a listen guy than a to recognize than a visual guy. But I got the best compliment in the world from them. And uh, it was just that they're like, oh, I can tell you did radio and, you know, you know how to keep a conversation moving, stuff like that. It was just uh, stuff that made my little uh, wishful broadcasters heart swell. 
And another thing that did that, by the way, just a sidebar, Tom Brenneman might be coming back to Fox Sports. And I like to think that this little program had a lot to do with helping him uh, breach the door of forgiveness. So a little pat on our backs, huh, Roaches? Uh, no, <laughs> but I think Tom Brenneman's actually going to come on the program down the road. And uh, he's been doing a show with Joe List, uh, the PBL Roundup. So go check that out. And I can't wait to hear him behind a mic call a baseball game again. But yes, no, Philadelphia was... Absolutely wonderful. Also, I went home and uh, saw my family for a bit uh, while I was out there on the East Coast, and I had had that trip planned for months. I didn't know that I was going to have so many shows coming up around the same time, and it kind of muddled things. But, uh, you know, being in Buffalo was fun. I got to go to a baseball game with my family, and I got to see see everybody. And, uh, you know, it was something weird, though. I saw a video. Did you see this, Rob? Stacy Dash. I don't know if we can pull this up. Or not. I'm doing this one on the fly, so I apologize. No problem. Uh, but Stacy Dash, there was a video of her, and I don't know what she was doing, whether it was like a live stream or a podcast. If you go to Hood Ratchet TV's Instagram, they had okay. it. Uh, I don't know how far down you'd have to scroll. I just saw it yesterday. But Stacy Dash was doing some sort of live broadcast. She was dabbling for a bit, you remember, in Fox News. She was attempting to do that kind of thing be a pundit on there, be the right-wing black lady. Yeah. And uh, so she was on there, and somehow DMX came up, and she had not realized DMX passed away. Oh, no. Do you see it on there? Let's see if we scroll a little bit. Stacy Dash. Yes, there she is. Okay, perfect. Listen to this. Okay. I'm ashamed. I... I didn't know. I didn't know DMX died. I didn't know. From a cocaine overdose. I am. I am today six years and one month clean. Six years from cocaine, Stacy Dash. It breaks my heart. Breaks my heart. He lost to it. He lost. He lost that demon of addiction. Can you see when this was posted, Rob? Please. What does it say? And you can pause it. Please don't lose. Uh, it says, uh, one day ago. Yeah, so I think this happened, like, at least two days ago, I think is what I saw. So, DMX died five years ago, I believe. DMX death date is... Oh, he just died last year. Oh, well, that's not so bad, I guess. When did Ralphie May die? Because this is where the story's headed. Oh, okay. I was at home, you know, of course, I'm a comedian. And my family knows that somewhat, I guess. I don't think they understand much about what I do. But my father was telling me, he's like... You know who I want to go see? Ralphie May. <laughs> and I said, well, that's never going to happen. And he's like, why? Why don't you do that? He's never going to come here. And I was like, Ralphie May died like in 2017, wasn't it? Yeah, 2017, October 6, 2017. Yeah, it was like a month. I remember it was the day after I had my first ever set at the comedy store. Like I was on like such a high. Wow. And I remember it was like October 5th that I got my first ever set there. And uh, was on Sam Tripoli's Comedy Chaos. And then the next day, you know, 
Ralphie Mae dies, and it was like, oh my god, Ralphie Mae was the best. And it might, it's just weird, like, my dad has no idea that I even knew Ralphie Mae at any point, you know? And I didn't know him well, but, you know, I did a couple shows with him, and we dr- smoked weed together and had a great time, and he was always very nice. And uh, it's just weird hearing your parents, you know, who else did they say that they uh, wanted to see? There was somebody else, but I can't remember, but it's just so weird how, like, they th- they don't understand that I'm, like, Oh, my dad asked if I knew Steve Trevino. I'm like, I've never met him, but I know who he is. Why? He's like, he's funny. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> like, I've never met him, but what a pull. All right, dad. So yeah, I saw my family. It was uh, it was fun. But yeah, it was uh, just a great weekend all the way around. I'm a little worse for wear, but I am here. I flew home simply to do this podcast, and we were supposed to have Nikki Glazer on the show today. I did advertise that. Uh, she has fallen ill. Uh, and I am the only obligation that she felt okay t- with not doing, <laughs> which is fine. I get it. Trust me. I love her to death, and she will do the show at some point. She was adamant about that, so I can't wait to have her on the program. Uh, but, yeah, I thought that was just a funny thing to say. But, no, I wish her – I mean, I get it. Trust me. When I have migraines and I do get them here and there, I try to cancel literally anything I can. And I'm the. I'm, we're good enough friends where – she uh she could definitely do that and i'm not upset about it at all but we have a show to do nonetheless and i'm very excited because uh first of all it's brought to us here by DraftKings, and i am stoked dude DraftKings is on board football season is two days away and i cannot wait to start betting dude i have already i'm already week zero with college football daddy's like two and oh i went with Northwestern mine, uh, plus 13 and the over both hit uh, in that parlay. And then I did Illinois, I think just the straight up money line and the over boom that hit as well. And I'm like, now I'm just like, let's go. I'm all set for NFL season and I've already got the bills in the over and I couldn't be more excited. I do that literally every week, but football fans, the first Sunday of NFL season is here. It's also the first Thursday, by the way, too, for the bills game, FYI and with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner with the NFL, they're giving new customers an offer to celebrate the return of the NFL. New customers can bet just $5 and you'll get $200 in free bets instantly. As an added bonus for week one, everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings early win promotion. Bet on an NFL team to win. And if your team uh, leads by 10 at any point during the game, you're going to get paid instantly, even if the team loses after all of that. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now and use promo code Josh Potter, and you'll get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet this Sunday. That's code Josh Potter, all one word, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting, uh, betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes below for details and we'll get to the sports in just a little bit but first up remember josh potter show at gmail.com is where you can send emails got a few of them here and people sending articles i like when people send the articles in and they give a little you know blurb of why they want me to talk about it that's exciting sometimes there are great roach reporters out there who send things into josh potter show at gmail.com uh that are just links And I click on it and I see the headline and I go, I see why they sent that. I mean, I can do something with that or whatever, or I want to report on that. But, uh, you know, I also enjoy if it has something to do with your life. So let's get into the news now, shall we? And by the way, don't 
write anything mean. I, people like writing mean things to Nikki Glaser. Trust me, she's coming on the show. I love her. She's one of my very good friends. Do not write anything mean about her. She is not a uh, idiot woman. So don't say anything, okay? <laughs> Just be nice. She's going to come on. I'm excited to have her. But I did get this email at joshpottershow at gmail.com. And this comes to us from Truth. Uh, his name is T-Bone, a.k.a. Travis Clark. Uh, so, Travis, thank you for sending this in. I'll call you T-Bone if you like. Here's a bit of a follow-up to a very early story in the show history. I thought the Roach community would appreciate, as radio legend Paul Harvey would say, the rest of the story, or at least what is available right now. There are some good pictures of the two females as well. Ooh, I like that. That's for our viewing pleasure uh, if you're on YouTube. I will keep you updated on this as the story develops. Also, on the side note, I feel a bit of personal connection to this story, as my name is Travis Clark as well. So the man in this story, the perpetrator, if you will, his name is Travis Travis Clark, evidently. That's why T-Bone sent this bad boy in. Glad to know others are out there giving us a good name. Well, you might remember this story. It involved uh, people having sex on an altar, desecrating an altar. I do believe one of the people was a priest. Let's get into the story. And I do know that Rob here has a personal connection to this story as well. But we will wait until the article, we get through the article to hear your side of things. I'm curious. A pair of uh, dominatrix, uh, I've never heard dominatrix pluralized this way. A pair of dominatrices arrested for having sex with a Catholic priest on the altar of a New Orleans church in 2020 have taken a plea deal with the prosecution uh, prosecutors in exchange for their testimony against the kinky L, uh, clergyman. So these two women, the ones in the pictures that we're finding here, oh, there they are. Ooh la la. That is my cup of tea. I gotta tell you. And there's the, there's the guy. Look at that. <laughs> Fuck it. But here's the thing. They're probably into like Oh, yeah, the clergyman, like, he's a freaky guy, as we'll get into, because if you recall, this story was way back when I was still uh, within the first 30 episodes of the program, uh, back at your mom's house still, as a matter of fact, we started with this story. That's how long ago it was, almost two years ago, so we're finally getting to the bottom of it, and we finally get to see the two women. I don't know that we saw the two women last time, or the gentleman, but yes, look at them, tatted up, and they are doing dominatrixy things to the gentleman who is a clergyman or was he doing things to them i forget let's hear the story and find out because if they're dominatrices dominatrices as they <laughs> say in the uh, article here then they're probably doing whips and chains and uh, things that excite me to the gentleman melissa chang 25 professionally known as mistress ming and uh, that's that's wild that she would go with the alliteration and also stick with an asian name that's very nice. And Mindy Dixon, 43, a.k.a. Satanatrix, or Lady the Sixth, or Lady V, I guess it would be. I thought it was Roman numerals for a second. Each entered a guilty plea to a misdemeanor charge of institutional vandalism. They also agreed to return to court next year as a witness for the prosecution of Travis Clark, the former priest of Saints Peter and Paul Catholic Church in Pearl River. Clark, 39, charged with obscenity and institutional vandalism, both felonies for his role in the raunchy romp. Dixon and Chang had also faced felony charges before their pleading on July 26th, the same day that they were issued summonses to appear at Clark's trial in January, according to the news at NOLA.com. Uh, both women received suspended sentences for two years. I don't, why do we need the legal jargon? I'm just going to jump to the bottom of it here. Uh, 
the fallen holy man foresaw his alleged partners in crime turned against him and his lawyer filed a motion to split the criminal case from theirs, saying that he believed that they intended to ex, excupa, uh, exculpate. I don't know that word. Exculpate. Yes. What does that mean, Rob? To uh... they're going to just uh, catapult themselves into the we're innocent. It was all him. Yeah, yeah. They're placing all the blame on Mr. Clark for both the institutional vandalism and the obscenity. Clark admitted in court papers that he intended to blame the women for the same. So it's a real he said, she said, if you will. Uh, passerby one night noticed lights on in the Pearl River Church. They were stunned at what they saw. According to the prosecutors, the witness saw the priest strip down on the altar, engaging in sex acts with the corseted women in high-heeled boots. Police seized sex toys, lighting, and camera equipment during the arrest. Well, this tape must be out there somewhere. We can find out who's at fault. <laughs> You know, he had to give him, you know, he's like letting him in. He's like, come on in. And then he's like, tie me to the crucifix. Do you think he had to take Jesus down and then put himself there and got all whipped up? Is that part of the vandalism? I'm wondering, you know, I'd want that if I'm going to do sex on a church altar, I'm taking the Jesus. I'm unscrewing Jesus from the cross (laughs) and screwing my own self up there, literally getting screwed on the cross. You know what I'm saying? Wasn't that a Rocco Sofredi? Uh, wasn't that? I'm sure he's done that. He probably fucked people with crosses. He probably bashed women over the head with crosses and candles and everything else. Uh, but Bradley Phillips, who represent both women, said that the acts were on private property out of the public eye. That's not true. It's the church brother. Uh, the case against Travis going forward seems to hinge on how he vandalized the church. Do tell. In the motion filed by district attorney, they claimed that the former priest defecated on the carpet. Oh, my Lord. So poopy was involved. Good golly. He's pooping on the carpet. I wonder if it was a carpet that they brought or if this was the church carpet, because that's tough to get out. That's not a quick like I'm cleaning this by tomorrow. You know, someone's going to come in there the next shift or priest or whatever the hell you know some little altar boy or whatever in there did someone go duty on this carpet or whatever you know (laughs) catholics say because they're not going to say you can't say shit on that altar you know otherwise it's just as bad as fucking on it prosecutors showed that a $400 bill that the church had to pay to clean the carpet so it wasn't his own carpet they had to get that cleaned what was the end game there shitting on the you know, having sex on something, you can go, oh, we got a little cum on something. We can scrub that out or no one's going to notice it. It's just going to dry up. It looks like candle wax or it looks like, uh, you know, holy water or whatever, communion juice. Uh, but shit is a whole nother thing. Cleaning would be the minimal effort required to restore the carpet's function, <laughs> says uh, uh, NOLA.com, reporting the filing, saying replacement would be ideal. And those fucking church, you know, the church isn't going to go cheap on their fucking altar carpet. They're getting, you know, and they could pay. Here's the thing. It's a Catholic church. They can pay for it. They don't pay taxes. They fuck children. (laughs) They can pay for the carpet at the end of the day. So I don't know that I'm agreeing with this part of the whole court case. You know, I understand if you want to say there was desecration on the holy, whatever the fuck. But uh, if you're going to just go at them for a carpet, that's small claims court shit. And I don't think they should get charged. Let the women go. The, the, charge the man who defecated on the carpet. But do tell, Rob, now you have some background with this church. Yeah, I grew up in Pearl River, Louisiana, and <laughs> this uh, is the church that my mom used to go to. Does she know of this incident? Oh, yeah. And what does she make of it? Uh, well, she she doesn't go to the church anymore. 
Oh, okay. Um, did she know this guy? That she yeah, like- she knew she knew this she knew this priest. Uh, he wasn't the only priest at that church, and I think that she didn't like him that much. Well, uh, he had the devil in him. Yeah, yeah, he obviously had the devil. In him. But but uh, they uh, they burned the altar. They had a big. That's right. They had a big uh, ritual, like a like it was a big sex ritual, and they had lights <laughs> and things, and they were filming. I w- wish we could see the film. No, no, no. I'm saying the church. Oh, afterward, you're saying after it because the the altar had been desecrated. Oh, I believe my they God. burned it. At, at, there was a uh, there's a, a specific Catholic ritual. Hilarious. For the, the and so like, what does that look like? Does the church burn, or is it just like a quick like they just had to like light? It's controlled burning or something like that. I, I think they take the altar outside and then they had a controlled burning of it, and they you know said the right words or whatever over it hilarious so that it was all you know kosher i think more priests should fuck i mean here's the fucked up part how many priests definitely fucked on the altar when it was a child that they were covering up the situation over the years you know where they were like let's just move him to another church so he can fuck a, a kid on that altar so i feel like if you're going into a catholic church you know if it especially if it had a sex scandal at some point odds are that altar got fucked on. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Odds are. So this one was just so bad. Really, it was the shit, I think, that they were like, oh, my Lord, we have to. I bet if they just had sex on it and it was found out like months later, they wouldn't have done anything. You know what I'm saying? They're like, but they shit on the carpet. It's also there's a video. I think that was that's where he fucked up. Yeah. Well, he made a video. Yeah. Which I was wondering, where is that going to go? Where you like. And here's the thing. This guy did multiple things where I'm like, well, you knew you were going to get caught. A, shitting on the carpet. That's like not a short-term fix, okay? And then B, he was filming it, obviously to do something with it. Although maybe it was for his private archives. But they had like, light, like they said, lighting. So that was going on either to this women's OnlyFans. And that's what if I'm a, if I'm a defense lawyer for Travis Clark and this tape was going on one of these women's OnlyFans. That's how I would place the blame onto them. Not whatever the horse shit that he just said in there. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I would place the blame that way. Where was the film intended for? Was it for the clergyman's only fans? Because maybe he had one. Who knows? That would make a lot of money if you think about it. Uh, If it was his or if it was theirs, you have to figure out these things and investigate that aspect of it. And that's why, you know, I mean, I could have been a lawyer someday. You know, I could have done it. But uh, I opted to do... Uh, shits and giggles instead. By the way, I uh, I shotgunned four beers on this program last week, and uh, evidently YouTube doesn't like when you shotgun beers in the instant seconds of opening a program. I just uh, found out I got it striked down, so lost some ad revenue last week because I shotgunned those beers. But that's what you do for you know the hundredth episode, and to celebrate, you sacrifice those types of things. But yeah, no, I don't know why I brought that up. Uh, but yeah, this is a this is a wild story. We'll keep our our eyes and ears on it. As it moves forward with the court case, thank you to T-Bone out there. Please to be letting me know what transpires. Uh, and, uh, of course, Rob, if you have any more intel from your mom as things go on, do let us know because that's a, a wild connection <laughs> you have yeah, to that. It's, it's, it's the only thing that has ever been newsworthy that has occurred in <laughs> Pearl River, Louisiana. Man, oh, man. Wild stuff. Well, I got this email, too, at joshpottershow at gmail.com. This is from Emily. Uh, she wrote to me, hi, Josh, longtime listener, first time reporter here. This happened in my literal backyard. 
Uh, only a river separates my property from this state hospital. Ooh, a hospital story. Although it didn't, it didn't end in multiple deaths, uh, no, so that means there was no... Uh, oh, oh, murder. I thought you might enjoy this story. A horny staff member helped a patient escape, but their plans were ruined when her car ran out of gas less than 20 miles away from the hospital, and they hid out in the brush at a local lake until being found by police. Here's the full article, complete with the news story for your viewing pleasure. We don't need to hear the news story because I think that would get us taken off YouTube, although I think that's Stacey Dash one. Keep an eye out for that one because <laughs> it had music in it. An employee who went missing along with a patient at the uh, Asawatomi State Hospital, which, by the way, mental hospital. Not just your average, like, I have a toothache, or well, I don't know what people go to the hospital. You know, whatever <laughs> the case may be. My neck, I hurt my neck. No, this is a mental hospital. Keep that in mind. Jamie Anderson, 20, was booked in Miami County with conspiracy to commit aggra aggravated escape, aiding an escape, unlawful sexual relations, and obstructing apprehension or prosecution. That's why I had to reiterate that it's a mental hospital, because you can't just leave a mental hospital. You got to have a couple people sign some papers, I'd imagine, or some permissions from doctors and things like that. Regular hospitals, you can pretty much just get up and walk out and they're like, well, whatever. He wasn't going to pay the bill anyhow. Uh, but in this case, that's why there are these charges. You see Anderson, an employee at the facility, went missing around 3.30 in the morning on Monday morning, along with Salvador Reyes III. The pair were located five hours later after a search that involves several law enforcement agencies. After receiving several reported sightings from the public, law enforcement focused their search efforts on the south side of the Hillside State or the Hillsdale State Lake. And uh, I don't know what part of the world we're talking about here. I want to say it sounds Asawatomi. I feel like I know that. Oh, it's in Florida. Kansas. Oh, wait. Miami County, isn't that... Uh... Florida or is my that's Dade County, so it's not Miami. Is this Kansas? It says Kansas City, Missouri. Is the oh okay, it's, so it's Missouri drones, canine units, and air support from the Kansas Highway ah, yes. Patrol. Okay. Yes, you're right. I was just about to read that. <laughs> so yeah, I'm 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 confused because Miami County. I hate when people have names like that of things. Mm -hmm. It's not Miami. We know what Miami is. Come on, drones, canine units, and air support from the Kansas City Highway or the Kansas Highway Patrol later helped the law enforcement spot Anderson and Reyes at the tree line. The pair were taken into custody. Reyes is also being held on conspiracy to commit aggravated escape, aggravated escape from custody, interference with law enforcement. Well, they didn't get into what the man was in there for. You know? They didn't tell us why he was in the mental institution. That bums me out. I would have liked to have known because here's the thing. Uh, the woman who was working there was enamored by him. So was he in there for, uh, is he like fucking Hannibal Lecter or something like that where he's like super charming and can just like whisper sweet nothings into an empty head and have it come out the other side as I love you? Because that would be something. And that's something that we should look at as a character trait that we all could possibly look towards wanting and possessing someday. You know, I'd love to be able to just convince a woman. Look at this. She's, she is a dunderhead and he <laughs> explicitly was like, oh, Hey, he was probably saying some sweet shit to her. She works at a fucking mental hospital in Missouri. So she doesn't have a sick life. And 
he probably just like he probably it didn't even take much but i wish i had that ability to here's the thing i'm learning as i was just recently uh rejected by a lady i am learning that i too have the ability perhaps to whisper nothings into a dunderhead and and have them like me but when it comes to girls that i'm attracted to i don't something's missing there you know i can't get past either i'm like friend zoned or they i sleep with them and then i don't like them that's how it goes those are the two routes either i wait too long to try and make a move and then i'm friend zoned or it's like a one night stand there's no in between it's very bizarre so yeah, if you want to give me some advice on that, all these ladies writing in, joshpottershow at gmail.com. I'd love to hear what I, that's why I wanted to talk to Nikki tonight. But uh, nevertheless, next time when she comes to town at the end of the month, we'll have her back. I think that's all the emails for the time being. I have a couple more news stories here, though. This one, a naked man with a machete tries to rob a person. Now, if you're a naked man and you have a machete and you're trying to rob a person, what on earth do you think that they were trying to rob them of? Perhaps money? Perhaps uh, he had some food? If you're a naked man with a machete, you're not all there. But I think this guy, I think he was actually onto something. And I'm going to say before I read the article that this might have been a robbery of contrition. Do we have a video footage of something here? Is this where it occurred? Uh, yeah. You don't have to turn the sound on, but this is like where the incident happened. It's a place where this type of incident always would happen at a truck stop. <laughs> truck stops are just where I used to sleep at them. I used to see wild shit go down. In this case, uh, what happened is a naked Florida felon armed with a machete was arrested Monday after demanding a man give him his clothes. Here we go. That's him right there. The naked man? That's the naked man right there. Oh, my Lord. Is he naked? Can we show this? Yeah. Uh, well, it's, it's blurred out. Oh, yeah, it is blurred out. You know what? I thought he was... I just assumed this was going to be a white man. This is like a white man thing. <laughs> and so I thought that man that we were showing was fully clothed. But it's a black man, it turns out, from uh, over here. I'm just blind. There he is in the street yelling at a car. Hey, give me your fucking clothes. <laughs> Look at They have a chopper on this guy. <laughs> He's fucking built. How many people? I mean, he is jacked. This is like Kimbo's naked Kimbo slice, like <laughs> coming up to your car, being like, "Give me your clothes." And here's the thing: he's pulling over people that probably their clothes are too small. You know what I'm saying? Like, he can't just go to any car and rob them of their clothes. When I hear "naked man with a machete," that is bath salts. That is white guy stuff. I'm I'm stereotyping. Now that I see an African American gentleman, a black man. Uh, with a machete <laughs> asking for clothes. He's doing, well, he's just, he's clearly out of his mind on drugs and he's doing push-ups because he's yoked and he's uh, trying to get swole. So when he puts on the shirt, you know, he looks good in it, whatever it is, whomever it is that he's trying to rob from. It is wild to see a naked man in traffic. Like if you're just driving along like, <laughs> and then this giant naked man is there. Oh, did he get shoes? No, I, uh, I think he's got. I think he's got sunglasses. Oh well, that's good. At least, <laughs> at least his eyes are covered, so he can uh, he can at least you know protect his eyes from the sun. It looked like there were cop cars initially in the parking lot there, but that's just a sports car. And is that the man he he's trying to rob? Why is that car just like it's got its trunk open? It's got its doors open. I feel like that might be part of the crime scene or something like that. Yeah. 
Oh, now he's just laying down there. They didn't hit him with anything, did they? I don't oh, think so. Oh, look at him. He's giving him up. He's giving up so nicely. Now the chopper is above. These guys have dash cams. If there wasn't dash cams, or I mean body cams, excuse me, I'm sure they would smash this man's face into the into the ground a million times. It would be something like that. And we'd have it. He'd be like, you know, the next uh, hero at the end of the day for, uh, you know, protests and things like that. So thank God they took, he went in peacefully. He dropped the machete. And the cops were chill. And hopefully they got him some damn clothes. That's all he wanted, folks, was some clothes. All right? You know, people sometimes, they don't have food. They need money. This man, just give him your shirt. What are you going to do? You have a, you have more shirts at home. Give the man your shirt. I would have been like, if he stopped me, I would have been like, it's not going to fit you. <laughs> You're, is this too small? And he probably would have moved on. That's the way I would have diffused the situation. But before we get to the final news story uh, of the day, I wanted to let you know that we have another great sponsor on the program today. The Josh Potter Show is brought to us by Displate. Do we have the Displate here, Yes, Rob? we do. Can you uh, bring it over here as I read the copy? Displate is a cool new metal poster that you're going to want in every room. They have millions of cool designs available featuring gaming, movies, comics anime they they have anything that you could possibly wish for and in fact they gave me this guy right here a sweet roach poster check it out it's metal as hell dude and it's not it's light but it's that is metal that is not paper it's so cool i'm so happy that they gave this to me a very special item i don't know that you can buy this item but you should if you can and uh they but they've got everything they got anything you could want again star wars netflix more. They have official licenses with all those designs. And uh, they gave me this Rochi right here. And it uh, it only takes 20 seconds to hang these bad boys. They're very lightweight. There's no power tools needed. There's no wall damage, no frustrations when you're trying to hang them. And once you mount one, you can switch it out with a new plate in a flash. With every plate that you buy, this plate is going to go plant a tree too. Isn't that amazing? They're saving on paper with the metal and they're planting trees all the time when people buy them. So click the link right now in the show description and you can see some of my favorite displays and save up to 29% off. Uh, that's 25% off when you buy one or two and then 29% off when you buy three or more. So again, you can save up to 29% off going by clicking that link down in the old show description there. Discounts will automatically be applied to your cart when you click on the link or use code Josh Potter when you visit Displate.com. That's Displate.com, code Josh Potter, or click the link in the show notes. So thank you very much to Displate. Final news story. This one has a very exciting video that goes along with it. And I've been on planes a lot, as I mentioned. Traveling has been uh, something that normally I, I don't let bother me. But when you do it frequently, and I've done now uh, two trips to the East Coast, and I'm about to do a third, all within two weeks of each other, that starts to get a little bit daunting. And uh, I'm lucky that I don't uh, ride this particular airline. I am not a Southwest guy. I think Southwest is for animals, frankly. I had to do it once recently, and it is just – I'm never – I don't care how poor I ever get. I will never do Southwest. It's bedlam. They expect – they give you a number and a letter or a letter and a number. So it's like A, group A, 1 through 30 or something like that. Now, I'm not going to, I'm like four or something like that. I'm not going to go up there and be like, are you five? I'm four. Like everyone's just running up there like animals. So it's bedlam. And then you have to sit, you know, you're just, you can't pick your seat. 
You just have to hope that you get on there before everybody else. Just a nightmare. Like, why do you do that, Southwest? What an awful policy. And let's hear what kind of animals ride Southwest here, you see. A cabin fill, uh, filled with Southwest Airlines passengers recently tried to recreate a scene from Snakes on a Plane in real life, except they replaced the snakes with unwanted dick pics. Well, isn't that a nightmare to uh, come with? The rowdy summer passengers were en route to Cabo San Lucas. And then uh, I don't know where they were coming from, uh, but evidently someone was airdropping nudes. Now, when you airdrop someone, Rob, you see where it's coming from, correct? Yeah, I think you do. Like and at I, least a I, number, right? And don't you have to accept it? That's the other thing. Yes. But uh, I'm sure, you know, some idiots, multiple idiots are on there four or five, at least three people accepting it and going like, oh my God, and then telling on the person because it's like, you're dumb for mm. accepting it. You know, I've been on the subway a many a time and gotten airdrops and I go, that's got to be a dick pic. But I think you also see a preview of it maybe. So but you can decline it, but you get to see what it is before you decline it. I'm not, I'm not certain. I don't really, I have mine off all the time, mm-hmm. I think. And uh, I've never even just dabbled in it. It's, is that an old guy thing to say? I don't really airdrop stuff. <laughs> I don't, I'm just, use, I, I, don't, will, I don't use the airdrop. No, I'll just text it to somebody. So a bunch of nudes were sent uh, and uh, with the nude onslaught. So there was many of them. There was a lot of them. And I don't know if this was one person or multiple people, but it was getting out of hand. And so the plane's pilot felt compelled to grab a hold of the intercom and threaten to return the taxiing aircraft back to its gates. The pilot's frustration plea was captured through this uh, August 25th TikTok uploaded by user Taylor Marzales. Well, let's see if we can uh, play it here. Uh, apparently, it's from uh, Houston. They were flying out of Houston. Okay. So here's the deal. This continues while we're on the ground. I'm going to have to pull back to the gate. Everybody's going to have to get off. We're going to have to get security involved. And it's vacation that's going to be ruined. So you folks, whatever that airdrop thing is, quit sending naked pictures. Let's get yourself to Cabo. So I don't know. Here's the other part. The pilot getting on there, I think that really like scared Everybody, because here's the thing, if I'm on there and I got airdropped it, I would be like, come on, I don't give a shit that this guy sent his dick. Can we just leave? You're going to you're going to make me my the punishment because one guy's doing this or two guys are doing this is that we all have to sit here on the plane with these perverts. That's the fucking punch. You know what I mean? Like, come on, bring security on then and kick this fucking guy off. Like at the end of the day, he's still committed basically a sex crime this isn't semen terrorism but it's like sending a dick pic i don't i think it's kind of considered a sex crime at the end of the day if you're doing it unsolicitedly like that i'm gonna turn this damn plane around major dad vibes according to this article but i think it was just like (laughs) it's also just like it reminded me of being on the school bus like you know everyone's yelling fuck or something like that or chanting something i remember I, uh, I was on the school bus in like ninth grade and everyone's like saying, chanting like fuck something or whatever. Uh, and the bus driver was like, I'm going to go back to the school. And I was like one of the, these kids who like was probably chanting at first. But once they said that, I'm like, well, I don't want to go back to the school. Please don't go back to the school. <laughs> so I stopped. And uh, one of the bad kids, he goes, I'm going to skull fuck you to the bus driver. And the bus driver just went, turned right the fuck around and we had to go back to the school while that kid got kicked off. And I'm like, so because that kid did it, we all have to go back to the school and I have to like get home a half hour later or whatever. That's annoying to me. I didn't say I was going to skull fuck you. That kid did. 
Make him just stay on the bus the whole time until you drop us all off. That should be the punishment. Then you bring him back to the school at like five o'clock after we dropped everyone else off who didn't say they were going to skull fuck you. Doesn't what that make more that sense? Kid? Oh, I think he's dead. I don't know. <laughs> he was probably at the insurrection. I have no idea. Uh, and there was a kid on that school bus that was at the insurrection, though. Wow. Different kid, though. In the old days, you had to have a long trench coat and good running shoes, New York Councilman jo- Joseph Borelli said in an interview with the New York Times regarding this incident. Technology has made it significantly easier to be a creep. Apparently, that applies to all these flights as well. Uh, a couple of the users... Uh, said, uh, this feels like my mom turning around the car and me and my s- twin sister, if you don't say, okay, I don't know why they're reading. I, I wanted to hear, I thought this was going to be people that were on the plane uh, having some sort of feedback, but it's not. It's just people commenting on the bottom of this fucking TikTok. Uh, cyber flashing, though, is a criminal offense in multiple states, hmm. including New York and Texas. So that is actually something that they could have brought the security on and done something about. Before we get into the sports, though, I want to let you know that this show is also brought to us by HelloFresh. Been talking about HelloFresh for a long time, been a part of this program for a long time. Thank you for sponsoring the Josh Potter Show. In fall's right around the corner, and you know HelloFresh is always whipping out new seasonal recipes all the time. They're always mixing it up. They've got 70-plus convenience items all delivered to your door, recipes as well, 30-plus recipes and 70-plus convenience items. So they've got everything covered when it comes to your meals uh, every single day. Uh, now there's actually more than ever and they're looking for ways to say if you're looking for ways to save some money in fact HelloFresh is 25% less expensive than takeout and it's even cheaper than grocery shopping because it's got everything you need and nothing extra really at the end of the day so you don't really waste anything HelloFresh is here to make your hectic fall weeknights a little easier you know the fall's right around the corner here and they've got meals that involve low prep they're 20 minute meals even uh I mean, easy cleanup options. That's part of the uh, areas that you can choose from when it comes to HelloFresh. And uh, you can take out the stress all while uh, having some wonderful meals. I'm trying to find what their uh, fall meals are going to be. I know they have them on here someplace. Uh, But nevertheless, go check them out for yourself and you'll find, I guarantee, something that you enjoy quite a bit. And right now you can go to HelloFresh.com slash JoshPotter16 and use code JoshPotter16 for 16 free meals across seven boxes and three free gifts. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash JoshPotter16. Use code JoshPotter16 for 16 free meals across seven boxes and get three free gifts. It's HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. And uh, shall we, on that note, get to the sports? First, I wanted to uh, bring attention to this story because it involves public sex. And we talked with Sarah Weinschick a couple episodes ago about that couple that was caught in the Ferris wheel. And I got some I got some weird feedback about that, I will say. Not not much. Two or three things being like, oh, they were fucking near kids. That's weird. They weren't fucking near kids. They were in a gondola and kids happened to see it. 
I mean, let's be adults about it at the end of the day. Come on. And so if you think that's bad, you're going to think this is something. And a lot of Roach reporters sent this bad boy into Josh Potter show at gmail.com. The Oakland Police Department has launched an investigation after two Major League Baseball fans at the Athletics Mariners game on Sunday allegedly engaged in a sex act uh, in the stands at Ring Central Coliseum. I like how they call it Ring Central Coliseum now. No one plays there anymore except the Oakland A's, and they're just like, whatever, just put a fucking sponsorship on it. Al Davis would roll over in his grave. The Oakland Police Department was not alerted to this incident until after the game, and they were advised that the A's staff and cameras did not capture video of this during the game. We have initiated an investigation. So how did they get the picture, however? The parties have not been identified, and no one has been cited or arrested at this time. If charged and convicted, the couple could face up to six months in jail and fine of $1,000. Worth it. During Oakland's eventual 5-3 win against the Mariners, a fan in attendance tweeted a video that appeared to show two fans sitting by themselves in the top left corner of Section 334. It's unclear if the A's are involved in the investigation. The team has yet to release a statement about the alleged incident. So this was a fan putting this on TikTok for laughs. And now he's a narc at the end of the day. This has always been my fantasy, really, is to go to a ball game and have sex at it. That has always been my public my public sex fantasy. And I've done movie theaters, empty-ass movie theaters. I believe I've talked about that story on this uh, program. The movie was Phoenix Rising. Do you remember that movie? It was supposed to be like a found footage alien film. came out in, like, I want to say July of 2017 was when I did this. Wow, boy, oh, no. boy. Yeah, so no, I knew that when I saw it on the list, I go, no one's going to that. And I, <laughs> and I picked like one o'clock in the afternoon on like a, it was a Monday, I think. And I just met up with this girl there and we had sex in a completely empty movie theater in the back row. Now, when it comes to this, they were in a very empty section, but some looky-loo across the park came around and uh, was it Phoenix Rising or Apollo Rising? What is it? Uh, what did you? What did your search yield? Anything? Uh, Phoenix Rising is a movie, is a documentary on HBO. So I think it's, uh, I think it's just Phoenix. Apollo. Phoenix Forgotten. Phoenix Forgotten. My bad. Yes, there it is. Here no idea. Go. Did not watch, dude. So we we went in to hook up during this movie, <laughs> and so like we're no one's there. So we're. Took it up before the previews even begin. And then the previews go. And then the movie. I think we got like 20 minutes into the movie and we stopped having sex. And we were like, we just left. I mean, there was no, I was like, (laughs) I said to the girl, I go, like, we're not watching this, right? She's like, no. And so we left. And uh, it was also a strategic pick because this seems like a movie that you can just, like, you know, if you walk out of this thing, most people are like, yeah, I, there's a lot of people walking out on this one. You know what I mean? I don't think it was a good movie. No one ever remembers it. Uh, but I would like to see it someday. I do have fond memories attached to it, obviously. But my dream has always been to fuck in a baseball stadium during a game because it's so beautiful. It's like camping and having sex. I mean, it's nature. It's nature and the outdoors and the fresh air and the smell of hot dogs and beer and just the best place on earth. And it would be wonderful to have sex in a ballpark. And you would think back in the day, nobody's picking up on that because none of the cameras, they're all down on the field. There are some B-roll footage 
of ESPN cameras and local broadcast cameras that have found people having sex and they're all over all over the place online and I have I actually got almost kicked off of Instagram because I posted one thinking it was just like a woman doing this you know on a guy's lap <laughs> with her skirt on and I show it, it at one point she gets up and you just see the guy's dong and it and I was like oh I didn't even notice that when I posted it on Instagram <laughs> Uh, but man, oh man, like now with cameras on everybody's, everybody's got a camera now. So it's not even like if ESPN picks it up, it's now if the dude across the way picks it up or whatever, you know, if he's, if he's not keeping his eyes on the ball game and he's got his eyes on your ball game, that's the problem. So I feel bad for this couple. I hate that there's, you know, this guy was posting it and I think I probably would have done that too, you know, but this is a lesson for all of us. If we see people fucking, don't film it and post it. You're a narc, you know? Let them fuck. Hopefully they never, that guy's camera's shitty. He, did, he probably had like an iPhone uh, SE or something like that. And the people's faces are too blurry for the police to ever find them. I hope that is the case. But elsewhere, as I mentioned, football starting soon and I'm excited for it. Two days from now, the Bills will be playing the Rams. I will be in attendance. I can't wait. Uh, but with it, and you know, I was just in Buffalo this this past weekend, or actually two weekends ago now uh, at this point, uh, but the Matt Areza thing had been going on and that was a bummer. And it kind of, I didn't even talk about it on this show because it, it, it basically leaked out and was resolved before I even left Buffalo at the end of the day, if you don't know, uh, Matt Areza, known as Punt God from San Diego State University, it, uh, he was accused uh, evidently a year ago in participating in a gang rape. And evidently, you know, San Diego State University claims they didn't know anything about it, but they 100% turns out did. And, you know, there was a, People were wondering, how much did the Bills know? Because this man went through the draft. He was drafted. Uh, he was in training camp. He made the 53-man roster. And people were wondering, like, oh, well, did the, Bill the Bills, according to them, knew about it. But they thought, like, you know, they didn't say one way or another, like, how much they knew. It is hinky. It makes me wonder, like... How much did they know? And were they just hoping it goes away? Because the the thing is, the charges, they would have been they would have uh gone past their statue of limitations had she not filed them when she did. And everyone thinks it's like convenient timing because she filed them when he made an NFL team. But she was going to do this anyway. It was like, you know, it's before the statute of limitations came out. But boy, oh boy, the memes. And Side Dick Getty sent me this meme and it made me laugh so hard, dude. The Bills eventually, by the way, cut this punter. But there was days there where they were like, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? We don't know. Are they going to just let this guy play? I mean, Deshaun Watson is playing for the Browns, uh, you know, and he has 35 sexual assault charges against him that he's settling out of court and basically, you know, not admitting to. He still claims his innocence, but he's paying these women. And there's more than 35 of them that are accusing him. So if anything, Matt Areza had like one third of a lady. <laughs> if, he's gang, if he's gang raping but he you know it still was a big enough deal they called this guy punt god i mean he was like kind of a out of all the punters he was like a celebrity punter so some of the memes you know they'd be like oh the browns just signed uh matt Areza after the bills released him but side dick eddie sent me this one and it said uh when when the bills or let me, let me read it real quick it says the bills when it's fourth down 
It's Vince McMahon. <laughs> so fucking funny. I laughed in an Uber for about 20 minutes when I heard, come on out, you rapist. Vince McMahon has got some wild sound bites out there from over the years, and I, I'm here for all of it at the end of the day. But yes, football has begun. The Bills, you know, they signed a new punter. It's all good. We're fine. We're not like the Cleveland Browns. And by the way, the people who cannot take a joke, and I knew this when I lived there, Cleveland Browns fans, they are the most, it's like you got this guy on your team. You're going to have to take a couple lumps. And how many jokes did you make about fucking Ben Roethlisberger on the Pittsburgh Steelers all of those years as your arch rival who beat the shit out of you? And now you have a guy that people are going to do the same thing to. And you just got to take it on the chin and be like, yep, you got to be like that dad last week or it was it last week we showed that dad where he was like, uh, you know, fuck them hoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to kind of just do that. You know what I mean? Now, maybe not to that extent, uh, but uh, maybe give the sign like the little kid had. But here we have a story about uh, another AFC East or no, excuse me, an AFC North rival, the Ravens in preseason. You know, a lot of people get hurt. It's unfortunate. Then the, their season is over. In this incident, uh, the mascot, Poe, because you see the Ravens, they have their mascots named Poe. Do you understand? Ed- Edgar Allen Poe. Get it? Get it. And so he's a raven. Quote the raven, such and such. So here's video of what happened to poor Poe. I don't know why he's out there playing. <laughs> oh, it's a mascot game with people, evidently? I, don't I think know. it's like high schoolers. And so he's playing with the, the the mascots, and he got hurt there. And so the the, the people on the uh, broadcast are saying, you know, oh, I uh, I hope this is just theatrics or whatever from the halftime performance, yada yada yada. But the the poor mascot was carted off. Like I think he's legitimately hurt. Who who the man who's in the costume is legitimately hurt. And props to him for not taking the head off. Because my mother has pointed this out to me. I used to, for a restaurant my mother worked for, I would wear one of the costumes, you know? It was a bumblebee. And my mom would always say, you don't take that head off if there's children around. Mm. Because it will fuck them up psychologically. She, she then explained to me that a kid one time saw the costume hanging up in the costume closet with the door open. And the kid freaked out because it's like, why is the bee's skin on the wall? <laughs> My mom told me all this like when I was a teenager. So now I have, I'm conscious of that, though, with these mascots in their heads. You know, they're taking them off and putting them on and shit. I go, oh, that's going to fuck some little kid up. They might not express it, but in their brains. And I don't know if my mom's not a psychologist. She's a morbid woman. So that's why <laughs> that's why she thought those things. But props to this mascot for not doing that and i do believe the person is really hurt the man inside the costume and i don't know to what extent uh let's see if the article says the baltimore ravens had had uh some of the worst injury luck in the nfl uh, has ever seen last year and they still found a way to get injured this saturday the ravens mascot poe had to be carted off during halftime the team's nfl record extending postseason or preseason win against the uh, washington commanders that's right the, the ravens have just They've won preseason games for like six years in a row. It's wild. Not that that matters. Ever the pro, Poe stayed in uniform, mask and all, as he was loaded onto a cart and carted off. The injury occurred when Poe was blitzed by his diminutive opponents, slipping and falling, 
as he was trying to escape the pocket. Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson, who didn't dress for the preseason game, lovingly chided the player's intensity. Fortunately, Poe or a different human wearing the same costume managed to return later in the game. Oh, so like the person or the mascot did come out. So someone did put the costume on and come out. They've got a backup Poe. The situation even managed to make it to the Ravens head coach, John Harbaugh in his post game injury report. As he told Poe's uh, told reporter about Poe's outlook remains unclear. No updates on that. There will be an MRI tomorrow. That's what they always say when somebody gets hurt. Uh, so there is another video that the Ravens put out. Do you have that one too? Uh, yep. Let me see that one going to be put on injured reserve for the rest of the season. He's going to be done. Unfortunately, he sustained a serious injury to his drumstick, and uh, he will not be able to perform for the rest of the season. We're going to get right into evaluating our options and see where we go next and see if we can find somebody to replace Poe. I think this is genius to a degree because now it's like they can introduce a second mascot. Ooh. And it's a great way to bring in another mascot, you know, uh, the Buffalo Bison, I know, just as an example of their of the uh, minor league baseball team, they have like three mascots. They've got like a girl buffalo. They've got Buster Bison. They've got uh, Chip Bison, the kid, the little Bison. So you could bring in a whole Raven family at this point. You know, there could be tons of mascots to be had, and this is a great marketing ploy by the Ravens. At the same time, there's a fucking dude who was in that costume. How hurt is the real guy? <laughs> That's what I want to know. How hurt is the real guy? I want to know. I want to hear from the guy that was in there and be like, did he tear his ACL? Is he f- out of a job? Are they like literally looking for a, a new Poe that can is going to replace this man as he gets injured? And they're going to have tryouts like with the costume on or what? There's no actual update. So then it goes, you go like there's p- conspiracy people out there putting their tinfoil hat on. They go, Poe didn't even really get hurt. It's all a bunch of bullshit to like raise awareness. Oops, sorry about that. And uh, I don't know. I don't know what to believe. I just hope that if the man in the suit is really injured, that at the end of the day, he is going to get better and he's going to get his job back because it'd be a real fucking shame if he got replaced. He he gets Wally pipped out of his fucking mascot job. That would suck. I would hate that for him. But folks, thank you so much for joining us here on the Josh Potter Show. Another Tuesday in the books. And we got so many fun guests planned for later on in the fall that I'm excited about. Ones that, uh, you know, once they're done shooting their specials, things like that will be coming on the program. And I'm excited for it. Don't want to don't want to give you any teases. But Nikki also is definitely going to be coming on in the future. And, uh, you know, I don't like I, I knew I shouldn't have promoted it because then I have to address it like I did. But nevertheless, I thank you for being here. Thank you, Rob, for being here as well. And uh, I do hope that we see you next Tuesday on The Josh Potter Show. Do remember, if you want to see me live, September 29th, Ontario Improv, September 30th in Yuma, Arizona, at a place called The Cress, and that will be with Chase O'Donnell. So come on out, see us co-headline that bad boy. It's going to be a rip-roaring good time in Yuma, Arizona. And then October 6th, going to be at Oxnard Improv here in Southern California, as well many more things that i will be announcing if you want to stay abreast of things as they come make sure you go to the instagram at josh underscore potter or you go over to the twitter at j underscore potter click the click the old link tree in the bio and you'll be all set my friend also patreon.com slash the josh potter show twitch.tv slash josh underscore potter i can't wait to have you join me 
on all of the things. And otherwise, if you just want to uh, subscribe to this bad boy, please to be doing that. Hit subscribe, hit the bell on YouTube, uh, hit subscribe on your iTunes or wherever you listen. Give us a five-star review and we will see you next Tuesday right here on The Josh Potter Show. <laughs>